All right. Welcome back. Man, long time no see, buddy. Well, I think it's been uh, like three or four months since we've recorded something. Yeah, I think I think on Skype it's at our, our last call. I don't even know if we if we recorded that day, but the last call we had was it was December first. So that's oh my been God. what? It, it, it's now April first. So that's what three months? Wow. <laughs> or four months? Four months? Yeah. Hey, we've just been planning and getting ready. <laughs> yeah, just scheming the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So we um, yeah we missed we missed Christmas. Yep. We missed New Year's. <laughs> Our birthdays. Yeah, Valentine's Day, uh, all the March yep. madness. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, That's for anybody that doesn't know, Wilson and I share the same birthday, which is a, a pretty cool, like, unique thing that, like, connects us, I guess. Yeah, March 23rd, baby. Yes, sir. Best day of the year. Which also yeah. my parents' anniversary. They celebrated a, a wonderful 30 years of marriage this year. Oh, pretty, my gosh. Uh, 30 impressive. years? 30 years, dude. And that's all, that doesn't include like their like high school years of like dating and college and stuff like that. That's their like high school married. sweethearts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a, yeah. They were like, they've known each other for a while, like since freshman year of high school, but they didn't start dating until senior year. And then they went to college together and stuff. And oh my yeah. gosh. That's wild. Yeah. 30 all years right. Well, of- Huh? Well, yeah, go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, to kick off this episode, I have a, a question to get everything going, get the, get the juices flowing, um, for you. I want to know what's the weirdest thing you've heard on a zoom call. Like it could be like someone in the background or it could be like the weirdest thing someone said while on a zoom call. The weirdest thing someone said. Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess I mean for my for my job these days, I'm on a decent amount of like meetings and stuff, and a lot of them, a lot of them aren't even meetings that I'm in. Right. But one of my, I don't I don't know if this would count as some of the weirdest stuff, but it it still to this day, you know, we've been in this pandemic for over a year now, and it still blows my mind like how people don't understand that they're not muted or to like mute themselves or turn off their cameras and stuff. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I can give a few examples of just weird stuff. Like the other day we had like a head coaches meeting and it was like a very important topic we were discussing. This was, this was Monday. And one of the coaches was like at tropical smoothie, ordering a smoothie, like mid zoom call. <laughs> and oh they, didn't have their, they didn't have their camera off. So like you could see what they were doing. And so it was What'd really, they get? It was, really, it was really funny. I don't know. They were, they were muted, but it, I thought, I thought that was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, and then there always appear, like always seems to be somebody that's unmuted in like eating or doing something like something obnoxious. Oh, it's and like then, an SMR stuff. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's the worst, especially when we're trying to talk about serious topics and you have, yeah, like you know, you know, on Zoom when, like, whoever is being the loudest, I guess, pops up as like the main camera, so right, it's always, and, like highlights in green. Yeah, it's always annoying yeah. when like people like don't mute themselves and they just keep like it, it'll be like the main speaker and like this random person like every yeah. now and then. But um, let's see what else happened. Oh, in my, in one of my graduate courses, there's this one guy that two guys actually that always forget to mute themselves and it's so obnoxious like this one guy has like a fish tank in his room and so when he's not muted all you hear is like the sound of like trickling water <laughs> it's, it's so annoying and it took it took 10 
it took 10 weeks for our, our professor is like, I think he's in his seventies. took him like 10 weeks of this class to figure out how he can just mute everybody as the host. <laughs> because like it got to the point where I was just going to speak up and be like, all right, man, like, please turn off, like, like mute yourself. Like, this is so obnoxious. Like, dude, that would make me but, have to pee so badly all during class. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, I, I there hasn't been anything blatantly weird. Oh, we, we do do these for work. We do have these meetings on like every other Monday and it's like a campus update kind of thing. And there was one, and they usually have, um, I think the most, it's been like 300 people and usually probably idols around like 150 to 200 people on the Zoom call. And it's really just like the president of like the university and like some of the upper administration talking about announcements and things yeah. like that. And uh, a few weeks ago, this lady was like, she was bad mouthing like somebody and did not, and she was not muted. And so the president like called her out, like on the Zoom call and was like, yo, oh. like, Make sure you're muted. And she was like, she was like freaking out. She was so embarrassed. But <laughs> uh, not, not a whole lot of uh, blatantly weird things. Thank God, you know. Like I don't want to be like <laughs> I don't want to be involved in something super yeah. weird. But it's just little little annoyances, little things that like rub me the wrong way of just sure. like all these, like adults trying to be professional, and uh, <laughs> it's just like they're just muted or doing ridiculous on camera. That's so funny. But yeah, yeah. What about uh, you? All right. Well. So this one happened to me yesterday, and it's going to blow all of yours out of the water, I think. Um, so right. usually, so I, so you know this, but not everyone knows this, like my major is like film and production. So like a lot of my classes are like kind of art classes. And like this one in particular is like a video production one. And most of the time we just have zoom meeting like when we have zoom meetings for class like it's kind of like a check-in to see how like things are going like with our projects and stuff but this one for some reason the teacher was like asking every person in the class what their thoughts of like the pandemic was and like in regards to like online classes and like how it shaped how they are and if they were different now because of it and, like this whole thing literally asking everyone in the classes and everyone's pretty much like well, first, so first I'll tell you this. So everyone was pretty much like, oh, worst thing ever. Like, I hate it. Like, it's so bad. They're like going on and on about how it's like the worst thing ever. And then he gets to me and I'm like, I kind of love it. I was like, I get more <laughs> stuff done. I have more time. I live in Jack's Beach. Like, I don't have to drive to campus. Like, I have all the production equipment I need if I need to do something. Like, I'm good. And he was like, all right, thanks. And he like did not like that answer at all. <laughs> I think he was like looking for like a slam dunk of like everyone hating it or something. And yeah. I, I was just like, no, I like it a lot. Like I don't mind it. And it's the truth. I don't mind it at all. But this one person, this guy, they're talking and he is, he's talking about how he like was not having a good time in the pandemic and like being in class and stuff or not being able to go to class and like just being in the dorms and all of that quarantine. And one of the things he said was, he said, yeah, <laughs> he said, yeah, I was just at, at the door. I was just masturbating a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he said that in class? <laughs> Dude, he said that in the Zoom <laughs> class. He said to the entire class and the teacher that he was masturbating too much. <laughs> I was like, did he seriously just say that out loud? And the teacher just kind of laughs. And he's like, oh, TMI. And I was like way too much information like you do not share that 
And he was just like, yeah, I know it's too much information, but I just wanted to share that. Why? Why Thanks, would you man. want to share that? <laughs> Nobody Thanks, needs to know. Dude, I heard that just, and I just, lost just, just it. Just don't do it on camera, my man. Yeah, <laughs> just like, please don't do it on camera. I was like, oh my God, control yourself. That's so wild. weird. That's Dude, how I started my day. Nice. Uh, I guess there are worse ways to start your day. At least you started yeah. with like, laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that did not just happen. Isn't it, isn't it funny that uh, the guy asked that question and wanted everybody to, to hate online stuff? And then yeah. he, he got to that one point, like you, where you're just like kind of putting a positive twist on it and like, yeah, like I kind of like yeah. it. And then everyone, everyone's like booing you. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I was like, like, like people are so drawn to like collectively being negative and it's like pushing away the one person that like is trying I to know. bring a little positive to it you know <laughs> everyone's like just focusing on like the negatives and obviously there's a lot of negatives but like i think there's some positives to it too like for a college student like we do have more free time we don't have to go to class like especially like, if you have a job or something you have more time for that if you have like like for me, like, as you know, like you're helping train me with like this paddleboard racing, like I have more time to do that. And I I still get all of my work done and I don't feel less productive. And that's like what the teacher is trying to get at. And I honestly was like, no, like my grades aren't any different than they would have been. I, I think I'm doing fine. And he, he just did not like that answer. He was like, all right, next person. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said there. Um, but I mean, I think most people are just tired of it at this point. But I mean, I yeah. do think, like, like, I'll be honest, like, I, I do miss, I do miss going to campus and like actually being in class. Like, I, I do miss yeah. that. But I mean, it is far more convenient, like, especially at a graduate level where like everybody, instead of getting off of work from their respective jobs and like having to, go to campus and be there and it's just like and it's like you're not getting home until like 9 nine thirty at night like yeah. now everybody just can i mean you can get home like maybe make a quick bite to eat and then hop on zoom and and, and you're there right but it, it would be it would be a uh at least you know nice for every now and then to uh actually be in person and be in class and speak with people and meet people and just you know have that that one-on-one yeah. -on -one human interaction and connection well it um, is just crazy how diff how weird it does feel to like go to campus like for you for your job like I mean you have to coach so it's like kind of normal for you but for like me if like I have to go to campus it's like it feels really really weird and next fall the plan is as of now is for things to be back to normal to like actually have classes and I'm hopefully it'll I'm pretty sure it'll be my last year but I was like oh man that's gonna be weird to go back to that yeah it is a. I remember the first day that people actually had in-person classes, and, and it kind of, it kind of did feel weird um, to be like, oh yeah, I guess we're, things are shifting back to the normal. Yeah. But I mean, I, I I do feel bad for people at the undergraduate level right now that aren't getting that same quality of education because there is something to be said about having to go to class and showing up to it and kind of, you know, you're in a space where you're meant to be in class and doing work. You're not like in your room. Yeah. There's like most of the time, like your room can be like your little sanctuary where you can like go to like sure. hide away, like be by yourself and like have some chilling and relaxing time. But now it's like your room is now also your classroom, you know, it's like, well, and I think for me also the difference is versus someone else with a different major is since my major is most is an art based major. It's not like, I'm here and I need to do like a lab or I need to study finances or something like that. You know, like my assignments 
for the most part is literally like making videos, taking pictures, like doing that kind of stuff. And then I have like one marketing class and that's, it's not complicated. It's not that complicated. It's like writing discussions and stuff. So I totally agree with that. If I was like a business major or like anything in the medical field, like I'd probably want to be in class too, just because I probably would need that environment. Like you said, to like really focus in on that. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely depends on what you're studying because like just sitting on a Zoom call and having somebody lecture to you yeah. for like an hour, like even like 45 minutes is probably the like longest amount of time that you're going to hold everyone's attention. But right. then these classes are, you know, 90 minutes, two hours, you know, so graduate courses, you know, over two hours, almost three hours. Right. And so it's like you can only do that for so long. <laughs> and it's yeah. just – I. It, it is kind of interesting to me, you know, being kind of nosy and being observant, like you get to see like little bits and pieces into like people's lives, you know, yeah. like behind the camera, like, like a dog or like a family member right. and like things like, like I've been on zoom calls where like a professor's kids are like playing in the background and it's like yeah. kind of funny or like somebody's dog will start barking. It's and, pretty, like, then, it's interesting. Yeah. It's a, in, in a way it's a lot more, it's a lot more like personal than just like how we used to do things, but it's just missing that like in-person connection. Yeah. But and like even even like with my job, like having to it's like, yeah, I go to campus like almost every day, but it's like I'm still only around the team and only in the athletic facilities. So it's like if I walk around and go anywhere else on campus, like it feels wrong in a way. Yeah. It's like it feels like I, I shouldn't be there or like it's kind of like dirty or contaminated, I guess, even though even though like I, like I know it's not. I know they you know do their due diligence and everything's clean and everything's safe and orderly. But it's like it still has like a weird feeling to it like I remember when I was first back and like the first few times on campus like it just feels like somebody died <laughs> you know and <laughs> yeah it's, and it's like it feels like a it gives off the same kind of vibes as it, like a funeral almost yeah but even even now that you know it's springtime and things are blooming and it's like the prettiest time of the year in Charlotte and it's still weird to go to campus and like people like and not see kids like outside like like congregating and like being in groups and stuff because like that's it's either like not allowed or it is allowed but you everybody has to wear masks so a lot of people stay inside in their dorms because they don't have to wear masks like in their dorms and they don't want to go outside and have to put on a mask yeah which is like understandable but man it's like it's an entirely different vibe on campus so like i, I am looking forward to you know things going back to normal in the fall hopefully fingers right. crossed Right. So on that note, I want to I want to pivot. And I, since it has been four months since we've done an episode, I want to talk a little bit about like uh, where we are right now in our lives. What's going on in the present? Like I want, you go first, like let's hear what's going on with Miles right now, like where you are, your job, how all that's going. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in the middle of January, I've finally moved back to Charlotte. Um, several months later than I, I thought I would. <laughs> Long time coming. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I was I was at home with you know my parents and my sister for, um, you know just right at ten months I think it was, um, but now like have have my own place. Um, well, I say my own place, but like it's a we have like a house and I have two other roommates that are you know yeah. good friends and athletes on the team as well, and I am an assistant coach for the team I used to be on um, for four years. And, you know, and I'm also going to school and, you know, do other things every now and then. And, um, yeah, I mean, since being back, I've been, my headspace has been night and day. I mean, just yeah. 10 months of unknown and, you know, 
a roller coaster of, okay, is something going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Can I make plans? Can I not make plans? Like just not having a set in stone next step in my life and like getting closer and closer and then things always getting canceled and stuff and that constant roller coaster of changing and all the ups and downs. Um, I was in a really dark place for a, a very long time. And I mean, I'm enjoying life. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm enjoying life the most I ever have now. Yeah. The past few months. I mean, in in my time in undergrad, I had a lot of boxes, like my personal wants and needs, like checked, like so many checked, and thought I was living the life then. And then when I got back home, I was part of me was kind of depressed because I I worried that you know it might never get to that level again. I was like, wow, did I did I enjoy my life to the fullest already? You know what's left in life and stuff. And it's like, wow, I'm, I'm only so young, like how much better can it get? I don't want it to be like this. I don't want those to have been my best days. And then being back here the past two and a half months has far exceeded my expectations. Like I, I knew it would be different and I knew I would love it, but I can't even describe how awesome it's been. I mean, my, I feel like my cup is full every day and just overflowing with fulfillment and with love and joy. And I mean, being yeah. around my people again, <clears throat> loving what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis, learning new things, like perfecting my craft and like chasing a better version of myself and still ha having fun with my, my friends again. I mean, it's just, yeah. I don't know what more I could ask for. It, yeah, it's, dude. It's truly incredible. I, I like, it, it's been cool to like, cause I've kind of been in the same like physical space, but you've obviously like, as you just said, changed spaces. And it's been interesting, like, because obviously, like, we've been texting and communicating through, like, all of this. And it's been really cool to see your mindset shift, like, through the way you communicate with me and, like, your messages and how we, like, talk and stuff. I've definitely seen, like, an uprise of, like, like joy and, like, happiness, like, since you moved back to Charlotte, since, like, you've got everything going. And it it's pretty cool to, like, see how, like, quickly you can bounce back just by being in a different space and like things like, cause like you said, it was hard cause you had these opportunities come up and they would get knocked down and it was just like a constant pattern. It was really frustrating. I mean, as anyone can imagine, and now you're finally like where you're supposed to be and it's working out and it's really like apparent through just like your text. Like you'll, you'll just, you're so much happier. Like you're like truly happier than you were like four months ago. And that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it means a lot yeah. that you know other other people can see that and just and just how I am. Yeah. Um. But it feels like I I grew up in the matter of two weeks. You know, I went yeah. from I went from my my parents helping out tremendously with stuff and you know not having a whole lot of responsibilities to now having you know our own house and having to do everything ourselves. You know, paying rent, paying the bills, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, doing all, all the chores and all the cooking and cleaning and stuff and just maintenance around the house. <laughs> yeah. It's been, yeah. it's been a whirlwind, but like in, in the best kind of way, it's been, uh, totally. yeah, it's been one heck of a, one heck of a ride so far. And yeah, I think, so I, I hope it, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that I think like living in a house, like you live in a house and like I, I do too, like we're not in like apartment complexes. And I think that alone makes you kind of have to grow up more than like living in an apartment complex because it's different like there are more responsibilities and there's not 
rows of people surrounding you and stuff like that like it's you're more alone and you have to really like grow up quickly like you said and be responsible um and it's definitely something i had to figure out too yeah i I could not be more happy with the how our living situation turned out you got really lucky (laughs) dude i we got so lucky i I mean it had to just been you know fate that we found the place that we did and it is where it is and yeah in a nice neighborhood you know five to seven minutes from anywhere you could want to go basically i mean it's right. it's an awesome location i i hope we're here for for a while yeah because uh, it's it's pretty fantastic no but it's the uh, best like when you find your place and you're just like oh this is this is where i need to be yeah so uh tell me a little bit about the, the last four months for you i know you you've been in the same place but what's different mentally physically emotionally <clears throat> um so yeah so i've been in the same place i as you know, um, I well, so a few months ago, I was here at the beach and like the conditions, the waves like come and go, and it's just like I was like, oh man, like I wish I had like a a watercraft for like every type of wave, so like I could like go out and do like different types of things. And I tried the hydrofoil thing. Um, for those who don't know it, you're basically like surfing on like a wing attached to like a blade in the water and it's like kind of intimidating but it's super cool once you figure it out and like I did that for a little bit and thought I was going to get more into that but then I realized it's a lot more complicated and kind of sketchy um really cool though can't stress that enough and I met a lot of really cool people and they helped me out and so I'm super grateful for them but I decided I wanted to get into like prone paddleboarding for those who don't know Prone paddleboarding is basically, it's like a long board, but it's a rounded bottom. It's like kind of shaped like a bullet. It's 12 feet long and you paddle line on your stomach or on your knees. And it's like the most traditional form of paddling. And it's like, they do it really a lot in Hawaii and California. And there's races all over the country. Um, So I was like, oh man, like maybe I could get into this. So I was like, all right, I'm going to send it. I ordered one. I got it here and I've been doing it a lot and there was a race down south and I actually asked you to help prepare me for it and it went really well. It was a lot of fun and um, so I've been doing a lot of that but while I was doing it the other day and you have me on like a pretty big training regimen compared to like what I was doing before um, yeah, which is great and I appreciate that a lot. But, um, so while I was doing it the other day, I had this kind of realization that I've been doing for a while, I think, and it's that I'm constantly trying to have like a highlight reel. Like I'm constantly tracing, chasing this like hype video lifestyle. Like, you know, like you see like these like elite athletes or just like cool personalities that have like these hype videos and like their life is just like one big hype video. And I think I constantly am trying to make my day-to-day or life that hype video. And sometimes it gets in the way of real life and it can be hard to focus on other things. And like I told you this yesterday, we talked about this. I kind of get in my own way sometimes because I put so much pressure on myself and so much stress about chasing perfection and like being the best and so like with this 
paddleboard racing, for example, I have gotten like super into it and like super strict about the training and like I won't do certain things if I think like it'll hurt my shoulders and make them sore or whatever. And like yet two days ago, I was just like, gosh, this is not, this is not healthy. Like I should not, this is not how I should be acting about this. And I, I voiced my opinions to you and you sent me a great message and it really made me laugh. It made Caitlin laugh and my mom laugh. And I'll tell, I'll, I'll say what it was. I'll sum it up. What you were saying was, you got to take the seriousness out of it sometimes. And like, think about, for example, you riding a bike, you have this spaceship looking bike going through traffic, being an inconvenience all while wearing skin tight clothing. It's kind of ridiculous. And then me, I'm paddling on a board using my hands, which is the most illogical way possible. Like there's oars, there's um, sails, there's motors, but no, I'm deciding to use my hands to paddle this thing. So you just got to like kind of make light of it and just like realize it's all fun. And if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. And that really like helped me a lot and resonated with me. And yesterday I had a hard workout and I couldn't get my heart rate up. And I was just like, you know what? It's okay. Like it's not the end of the world. It happens. Um, And I already feel like better about it all. And that was a really, I don't know, for me, like, I felt like that was kind of a, a big realization for myself um because in the past i've done stuff and tried to push it to like being the best to the point where it wasn't attainable so then i would give up and not be able to do it because it just wasn't attainable and i would just stop it and i think that's why i go through so many phases and i try so many things i think we just had a breakthrough um but yeah so that that's what's been going on with me. That was a little more deeper than I thought it was going to go, but I'm glad we went there. No, that, that, that was perfect because I mean, you've texted me about this, but we haven't yeah. discussed it like face to face or over the phone or anything. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely, that's a huge sign of maturity as an athlete when you can step back and realize that, okay, I'm trying to, I'm putting too much pressure on myself. I'm trying right. to be too much of a high achiever. Right. And like, that's, one of the biggest curses of being a high achiever. Yeah. And I mean, I work with 40 high achievers on a daily basis. I mean, to be a collegiate triathlete, I mean, you have to be just next level whack Yeah. and to, you know, want to be elite and stuff. And 80% of, you know, having to coach is, is pulling, I shouldn't say pulling people back, but helping them realize that just like you said, not every workout every day has to be a highlight video. Like I guarantee you hundreds of hours of training and preparation goes into a hype video that are minutes long. Yeah. I mean, you, you, and in those hype videos, you are seeing the best moments, the moments that the athletes want the rest of the world to see. And I promise you that is smaller than a fraction of what actually happens on a day-to-day basis. No, totally. And the, the theme of even in, in our program over the past few weeks is, you know, we got here back in January and right. a lot of kids have been by themselves. They haven't had access to proper facilities and things like that. And we're bringing them in and saying, OK, you're now part of a group of other high achievers. You have access to, you know, a multitude, a multitude of uh, I think I just butchered that word, whatever. You have so much more access <laughs> to facilities than you than you used to. And. And it's just been full gas, like go, go, go. And yeah. so we're hitting, you know, 10, 
plus weeks, 10 ish weeks into, you know, our training plan right now. And we're having to dial people back because like, they're just burying themselves in training and everything. And like, that's been half, half of our job as coaches is to help people realize that if you step up to the plate every day to use, I'm going to use baseball as an analogy. If you step up to the plate every time you're at bat and you try to hit a home run or hit a grand slam every time you're going to strike out or you're going to tear like your rotator cuff trying, right? Yeah. Like you just need to hit singles and doubles, just base hits all day long. And I promise you, you'll win so much more efficient just hitting base hits all day long. I mean, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, one of the greatest athletes, if not the greatest athlete of all time, has built his entire career off of just dink and dunk passes. He's never been known as the guy who's going to sling it 50, 60 plus yards downfield. He's going to throw all these slant routes and curl routes and all these little dinks and dunks. And look, yeah. he's built the greatest NFL career of all time off of it. Right. And it's it's helping athletes realize that it's going to it's going to help you project anything you want to do in the future so much further because like you said, you're a high achiever. And I've seen you do it a thousand times. You get obsessed with something new. You want to go all in. And then a month, two months down the road, you're completely burnt out. That's why when I wrote your program, like I only have you on the board like four days a week. And you were like, hey, man, why am I only on the board four days a week? Which I'm so glad about, by the way, now. Yesterday, I was literally thinking, thank God he did that. Yeah, I mean, I might be young in the coaching world, but I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. Yeah, that was brilliant yeah and it's it's not about and it's about being sustainable and efficient and consistent i mean in the athletic space being consistent will take you so much further than anything else and the saying is is like don't try to be consistently great just try to be great at being consistent and i mean that'll take you anywhere you want to go in life i mean because i've seen you burn out a thousand times and like i want this I want this or whatever you want to do in life. I don't want you to burn out you know, every month or two because yeah. it's like you clearly have talent. I mean, you clearly have the engine and the hard work, but it's like just with all the other high achievers in my life, I just got to help you realize mm-hmm. that you need to take a step back to go, you know, a thousand steps forward. Right. No. And you're doing a great job at it. Um, it's, you're right though. It's like these, these highlight reels, these videos you see of these people, like this minute and a half video that's like, everything's like perfect. And you got to think about like the three other hours of footage. That's just like garbage. Like where it's just like, that's life. And I don't know if you know who this is, but Kai Lenny, he's considered one of the best watermen of all time. Like he does anything in the ocean. He's just crazy good athlete, just raw talent, just huge, like really, really hard worker. Um, And he posted a video at Mavericks, like the, the big, waves here in the u.s and there were like a lot of like wipeouts in it and it was like it was kind of refreshing to see like someone at such a high level who could post only like awesome footage because they have a ton of it but like they posted like the wipeouts and like the messing up and like the real life and like i was like oh that like makes me feel better like he's considered the best in the world and he's failing just like everyone else is like you know it just it happens um, yeah, I mean, that's probably why he is the best in the world, because he's not afraid to fail and he's not afraid to show right. it, you know, because you you learn every time you fail. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so cliche and, you know, beaten to death. But it's like, you know, fall seven times, stand up eight, you know, fall facing forward so you can pick yourself back up. You know, I mean, it's right. It's it's what you got to do. That's how, that's how we learn as humans, you know, yeah. and, and you just 
in the past week or two, you just learned a huge life lesson that I, I hope you apply to, you know, everything else you want to do. Yeah, no, totally. I like it. Um, all right. Well, I have, I have another, we're going to pivot again. I have another question for you. That's a little more lighthearted. Um, right, I've asked a away. few, I've asked a few people this, so I'm curious what you think. Okay. So if you could have three things in a dream house, what would it be? You And like, I'll tell you mine first. So you like know what I'm talking about by like things. So right. my things were a pool, like a big rectangular pool, outdoor sauna, and a detached like three car garage. So you could have like a gym upstairs. Yeah, I think I think my answer might be very similar. Um, definitely like a super nice home gym. Sure. Very yeah. nice. Very yeah. nice home gym. Um, I, I have always wanted a lap pool because I think right. my experience with swimming in my life, you know, one of the biggest inconveniences of swimming is having to have access Going to, to the, the pool. Right. Yeah. Having to drive there, sign up for it, pay the membership, you know, so get there, drive back. And so, I mean, it would be so nice to just walk outside or walk downstairs and to have one. Yeah. Um, but one, one that's a little different that I actually heard on uh, them talk about on Two Bears, One Cave. Our is, favorite podcast. <laughs> absolutely. Is a coffee maker in the bathroom. Dude, I was just watching that episode. Yeah, yeah. That's I think, so smart. I think it's ingenious. It's because brilliant. Yeah, it, it's, it's fantastic because you don't – like, think about it. Part of most people's morning routines, I mean, I don't know how long everybody likes to have in the morning before they're out the door and doing going about their day. But yeah. you, most people probably spend a huge percentage of their mornings in the bathroom, getting right. ready, showering, brushing your teeth, going to the bathroom, getting yeah. like getting dressed, all of that. And so it's like, yeah, like it like like when I wake up, I wake up, make my bed, do my like daily symptom checkers for like the university. And then I go I go I walk downstairs and I, you know, start the coffee. Right. But if the I'm coffee up, was up there, you wouldn't even yeah. have to walk downstairs. You could get the process going early. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that was that was one of the most brilliant ideas I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I'm so down for that. Yeah. I think that's I think that's pretty ingenious. Yeah. Um I think there is something to be said about um the idea of I don't know if you've heard them talk about this, but the idea of having two dishwashers. No. So so instead of having Dude, I don't even I don't even have one dishwasher right now. First off, <laughs> I don't have any yeah. dish. I have no dishwashers and I have no laundry machines either. Oh man, dude, dude, it's bare bones. Dude, speaking of <laughs> dishwasher, when whatever like whatever jeans that dads have that make them obsessed with like playing Tetris in the dishwasher, like that unlocked inside of me immediately when we moved Wait, into our new place. Playing Tetris in the dishwasher? What was that? Yeah. Like like trying to organize all the dishes and like oh finish. right 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 yeah yeah and find find the most like efficient ways to stack certain items and everything. Dude, like, my dad's the worst at that. He cannot do it. it. My dad is obsessed with it. Like he like that's everyone funny. in the house knows that like he's gonna put things away like how he wants them, and that's kind of how I am here. Like I cannot stand it when someone else loads the dishwasher or unloads it. Like it's just that's like my mom. Little, yeah yeah it's one of those little pet peeve things that just yeah. like on in me but, <laughs> but okay so so the 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 concept of having two dishwashers is because so all your plates are dirty you have them in one you wash them yeah and so now like normally you would unload them put them all back in the cabinets and then as you use them you put them back but it's like right. if you had two you could leave them all in the dishwasher and then when they're dirty you just transfer them over into the dirty one and then once you've once you've used them all 
journal, then you run that one and then do repeat the cycle. So it's like, because like the most the most like inconvenient thing is having to go downstairs in the morning. You use a couple plates for breakfast, and then you can't put them. You, you have to sit them on the counter until you unload the dishwasher, and then you can load them back in. But right. if you had two, they could just go right in, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's a crazy it's level. a crazy idea of like of why we don't live our lives like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god. Also, also I would probably I I want a I want a standalone refrigerator and a standalone freezer the same size as a refrigerator because I feel like in our house we have equal amounts of frozen and refrigerated things. Yeah. But the ref, but the freezer is always so much smaller than the fridge portion. Dude, I'm yeah, it's like a third of the size. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and so everything you have to cram yeah. everything in there. Whereas like your fridge can be like a little organized, but the freezer just becomes you know pure chaos. Yeah, it's, so it's the worst. No, I'm I agree. I have a lot of frozen stuff, like a lot of frozen fruits, fish, bananas. That's fruits again, I guess. Um, like yeah. if I like want to take an ice bath or something, like bring it home a bag of ice, like it like hardly fits in there. It's horrible. Yeah. 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 Those are those are definitely some things that you know. Hopefully, I'm gonna be successful and make it one day, and I'm gonna have my own money to um, you know put these things in my own house, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the, that's what's going to happen. This podcast It's going to blow up so we can afford our, our, our dream things. Dude. Absolutely. Um, and, and then I, I probably would put a coffee maker in like every room in the house, to be honest, big, sure. Big why not? Pack. So you could just like make it and go. Yeah. Are you now, now coffee maker, are you talking like, like a, uh, a K cup one? Is that like what you're thinking or like a no, legit, so like, so yeah, so when when I lived in the dorm, I used it. I used my Keurig all the time. Right. But now, I mean, now that I have a standalone house and stuff, and I have so much more room to keep everything, I I have just like a traditional coffee maker. Like I'm I'm not one of these coffee drinkers that it's like, oh, my coffee has to be bougie and it has to take me you know 20 minutes to prepare it, and I have to put in in the espresso machine and make some art and all this crap. Like I'm I'm not like that. Like I I I love that kind of coffee and like. I love like designer coffee and fancier coffees, but I drink so much of it on the daily basis that I just, I just need the pot, man. Dude, I have a, I have a Chemex and I do the whole pour over and I have a scale to weigh my beans. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, speaking like, 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 ah, oh, that's just one of those like energy things in life where like I, I make, I prep the coffee. One life's hack my mom taught me is to prepare the coffee in the pot the night before. So fill oh. up the water. Like put the like put the grinds like in it already and have it yeah. like literally so I just walk downstairs and press start. I'm jealous, dude. I like the first like two weeks like the coffee thing was fine like making it and all that was kind of fun, but now I definitely I'm kind of like man, when I move to like a bigger place or something, I'm I think I might get that like legit like coffee pot where you can like set it to start making coffee at like 7 a.m. or something, cause yeah. like it's cool and all, but. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want a cup of coffee, but my next thought is, yeah, do I really want to go through the painstaking process of all the things I have to do for it? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's just uh, just depends on what you like, I guess. Yeah, but it's I mean, it's definitely it's so much more convenient just to have the pot down there and ready instead of having to make it every time. Oh, I'm you know, sure. It's, like it's time consuming, energy consuming, and yeah. it's just oh, dude. It's also there is so much stuff I have to clean up. Yeah, I have like like four or five like instruments I use to make this coffee and yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it's good. It's really good coffee. 
Um, yeah, I mean, no, I, I definitely respect the craft of making and enjoying coffee, and I definitely I, yeah. res- I respect it, and I, I enjoy I enjoy it myself from time to time when I have time to make it, or, or I yeah. want a designer coffee. But it's just, I mean, I love how you call it a designer coffee. <laughs> but oh yeah, Funny. designer like fancy coffees, you know, like like there's Did so many call like, that? coffee shops in Charlotte you can go to, and oh yeah, you know, like my my favorite coffee in Charlotte is a vanilla oat milk latte. Like it just it's just sweet and good and i mean it just doesn't get any better but that is had, also like I a seven dollar coffee yeah i <laughs> had know? oat milk in mine today because i ran out of almond milk it's pretty good yeah you like oat milk a lot right yeah I, I like oat milk um i don't i mean i don't really use it like i prefer to drink black coffee like day to day um but yeah dude, I, mean, I, dude, I do when, oh, when i go to coffee with friends or like whatever i, I do yeah. like to you know treat myself a little bit every now and then dude i I feel like I'm not even a pure coffee drinker because I'll like go through this process of making this like pure coffee. Like I grind the beans, I do the pour over, I go through all of that. And then I put two packets of stevia in it and almond milk and it just like ruins it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are, might get angry if they heard you did that, but yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is. Like it I'm tastes not, great. Like, like I'm not a coffee snob. Like I'm not going to be mad yeah. at you for making it how you like it. Like who cares? I know. Like, I was like, it's my it, coffee. Look, it's just like cycling. Like I put on my super suit and I ride my spaceship bike in traffic and inconvenience everybody else. <laughs> and and coffee is nothing more than caffeinated hot bean water. And that's all it is. Yeah. And hey, I, I grab my 12 foot board and interrupt people on their days on the boat in the intercoastal. <laughs> exactly, yeah. man. We're just out here living the dream and everybody else is jealous. And yeah. I think that's a perfect way to wrap up our welcome back episode, man. Good yes, to be sir. back. Good to see you, dude. You it's too. Glowing literally and figuratively dude and this excited. ring light i'm telling you i'm gonna get dude, you one dude i would appreciate that so much but I, i'm excited to be back man yeah me too this is gonna be fun cheers bro all right see ya <laughs>